0: Oh, Grace and peace, guys. It's Kate up here once again, and welcome to another episode of All Things Theology. Once again, if you are listening on any podcast, streaming app, or device, I just want to thank you. Make sure you share it out. Um, Subscribe to it if this is your first time listening. I hope you enjoy the content that I put out. Try to put out regular content. If you're watching on YouTube, just want to thank you again for tuning in. You guys know the deal. Like this video. Share it out. Leave a comment on what you think About this, about today's episode So let's get right into it So I saw something very disturbing And I want to just come out and say something That's just going to trigger people right away Let's get into it guys I think woke Christianity, wokeness is a cult I will say that very explicitly in this episode I think it is um, divisive I think it is heretical and I think it is ever-evolving because it's based on postmodern thought. I will, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll go out there and say this on a limb. I want to open my podcast up with controversy. <laughs> and I want to demonstrate why that is the case. I recently became aware of a book called A Rhythm of Prayer. And I believe there's multiple contributing authors uh, to this book. That's what we we'll see, but it's a collection of meditations for renewal. A, this book is called a renewal, of Pr- a rhythm of prayer. But that's right. The cover isn't what's disturbing about it. Uh, more so, the contents and what is written in it. Let's get into um, something real quick. Let's let's get into what I believe his name is. Ch- Ch- Chenequita, I, I don't know how to pronounce her name, Chenequia Walker-Barnes, PhD, she has a doctorate, excuse me if I butchered her name, I'm quite certain I did, <laughs> but this this, the chapter of this book is Prayer of a Weary Black Woman, right, but let's see what she says in this, it's a prayer to God, right, so we would argue, hey, our prayers ought to be informed biblically on what we are to pray about, right. Listen to the first line of this sentence. It said, please, dear God, please help me to hate white people. You hear that? (laughs) She's calling on the name of God to hate other image bearers. But let's continue. Please help me to hate white people, or at least to want to hate them. So she doesn't hate them. She get, She's begging on God to give her the desire to hate image white image bears. I want to stop caring about them individually and collectively. I want to st- stop caring about their misguided racist souls to stop believing that they can be better, <laughs> that they can stop being racist. And, and this is the problem of wokeness. This is the fruit of wokeness as well. She doesn't believe that white people can be better or stop being racist, so therefore she wants to hate them, if she doesn't already, which it's very clear she does. She says, I'm not talking about the white anti racists Those who have taken up this struggle against racism with their whole lives, the ones who, have, who stand vigil for weeks outside jobs where black women are killed, who show up in Charlottesville and Ferguson and Baltimore and Pasadena Pasadena, to take a public stand against racism and police brutality, who are so committed to fighting white supremacy that their own lives bear the wounds of its scars. So she's, I'm not, she's like, I'm not talking about the real races, right? (laughs) You know, from from her own, uh, you know, opinion, from her own, even like, where she will call, like, yeah, these people who actually hate racism, I'm, I'm not, she's like, I'm not talking about them. Like, wow, right, that's 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 quite scary. <laughs> I, I'm not talking about them. Hold on, I'm trying to actually zoom in on this, because, right. yeah, I'm not talking about the actual races. She said, no, those aren't the people I want to hate. I'm not even talking about the ardent racists either, the strident segregationists who mow down non, non-violent anti-racist protesters, who open fire on black churches, churchgoers, or who plot acts of racial terrorism, hoping to start a race war. Those people are already in hell. She's like, I'm not talking about those those people, right? It's my comments. Those aren't the people she's talking about. So who is she's talking about? <laughs> quite strange. Let me get this here. So let me go to this next page here. Take that down. Pull that up for you. Hope you guys can see it well. Try my best here. She says, those people are already in hell. There's no need to waste hatred on them. Perhaps, however, you could make sure that they don't take the rest of us with them. That their attempts at harming others are thwarted and that they don't gain access to positions of the power. My prayer is that you would help me to hate the other white people. You know, the nice ones. The Fox, the, the Fox News-loving, Trump-supporting voters who don't see color, but who make thinly-veiled racist comments about those people. The people who are happy to have me over for dinner, but alert the neighborhood watch any time any unrecognized person of color passes their house. The people who welcome black people in their churches and small groups, but brand us as heretics, if we, just, if we suggest that Christianity is concerned with the poor and their press, as, as if, <laughs> but notice how they frame the discussion, as if anyone's calling you heretics because you care for the poor and the press. No, that's not why you've been called a heretic. Let me say that very clearly. You're being called a heretic because, I mean, very clearly you are hating white people. I mean, the very simple command of love thy neighbor. Yeah, you're you're actually making that a sin in what you're saying. Matter of fact, you're asking. It, it, I was very reminded of uh, the scripture that says, woe to those who call evil good and good evil. I mean, that's very clear in this uh, passage here. Continuing on, she says, the people who politely tell us that we can leave when we call out racial microaggressions we experience in their ministries. But since I don't have many relationships with people like that, wow, that's kind of sad. Perhaps they are not a good use of hatred either. Lord, grant me then the permission and desire to hate the white people who claim the progressive label, but who are really wolves in sheep's clothing. Those who've learned enough history, read books, read enough books, spend enough time in either countries and other countries to make themselves seem knowledgeable, even though that knowledge remains far removed from their hearts those who those whose unexamined white supremacy bubbles up at times i'm not at, at times I'm not expecting it when I have my guard down <laughs> i mean I mean. I'm lost of words. I'm lost of words because here she is. be calling on the God. That many of you and I serve. And she's calling on this God to, to hate people. And calling it a virtue. She says, Lord, if you can't make me hate them. At least spare me their perennial gaslighting. White man spending and white woman tears. Lord, if it be your will, harden my heart. Stop me from striving to see the best in people. Stop me from being hopeful that white people can do and be better. You know, this goes totally... By the way, this is my comments. This goes totally against the idea of, you know, um, the Christian teaching on, on ethics inside the church. I I do, I do believe inside the church I should... See the best in them if they're Christians. And matter of fact, I should expect them to do and be better. Continuing on. Let me imagine them instead as white hooded robes standing in front of burning crosses. So. (sighs) I mean, she's painting every white person as a KKK member. Very sad. Continuing on. Let me see them as hopelessly unrepentant. Reprobate reprobate bigots who have blasphemed the Holy Spirit And who need to be handed over to the evil one Listen to this guys Let me be like Jonah Unwilling for my enemies to change Or like Lot Able to walk away from them and their sinfulness Without trying to call them to repentance Let me stop seeing them as members of the same body So she clearly doesn't see White people, as Christians, talk about racism. But let's look at that Jonah part. She says, let me be like Jonah, unwilling for my enemies to change. What kind of eisegesis will allow you to see that example as something good in the Bible? Jonah was rebuked for that. (laughs) And here she is saying, I want to be like that. Woe to those who call evil good. Continuing on. Free me from this burden of calling them to confession and repentance. The very great commission this is my words. The very great commission. She's like, I don't want to do that for white people. Grant, continue on, grant me a get out of judgment free card. If I make white people the exception to your commandment to love our neighbors as we love ourselves. She clearly sees this as wrong. She's like, just forgive me for this, Lord, because I'm not going to do it. There is no exceptions to that law, to that commandment. You don't get to pick and choose who you want to love your neighbor as. But I'm very, I mean, I'm I'm shocked, but I shouldn't, because this is the fruit of wokeness, because this is how they treat white people who don't agree with them. Continuing on. But I would trust in you, my lord. You have kept my love and my hope steadfast, even when they have trampled on it, that they as white people. You have rescued me from the monster of racism when it sought to devour me. Let me respond here. No, Miss Walker. You are devoured by the sin of racism. So much so that you cannot even see how much you are racist. And because you bought into things like critical race, race theory and this wokeism, you don't even believe you can be a racist. You've just spewed the most racist rhetoric I've seen in a very long time. And yet, here you are talking about you've been, that God has rescued you from their racism. No, you've been devoured by your own racism. Continuing on, you have lifted my head when it was low and healed my heart when it was wounded you have not given me up to slavery or to jim crow or to the systems of structural oppression yo you've been you've been devoured by something much worse your own racism we'll check out this last part here much much worse your racism is much more problematic let's look here or called me to be an agent in your ministry of justice and reconciliation. And you have not allowed me to languish alone, but you have light lighted the path towards beloved community with the loving witness of the ancestors, elders and sojourners who have come before me, who have stand and who stand with me today. I don't doubt that people have had the same, um, hatred in their hearts towards, uh, white people as you have today but thankfully there are many who've gone through actual slavery who do not have the animosity and hatred that you possess in your hearts she says thus in the spirits of fanny and ida and paulie and ella and septima and cora i pray and i press on in love (laughs) amen in love amen wow very disturbing. I I was very disturbed when I when I came upon that online. But you may be saying, who who is this woman? Okay, she's a she's a uh radical, she's the exception to the rule. Come on, you're hang you're messing with Low fruit, K dub. <laughs> Am I? I don't know. Let's uh let's look at something real quick. Because I want to show you something. Because she teaches at Mercer University. Miss Walker Barnes. Let's check this out. She is an associate professor of practical theology, teaching courses in pastoral care and counseling, spiritual formation, and reconciliation studies. So she has teaching positions. She's influencing people with the same theology. She's teaching people this. <laughs> Dr. Walker Barnes began her career as a clinical research psychologist, earning degrees from Emory University and the University of Miami, focused her research and clinical work on ethnic minorities, families, adolescent development, development, and health disparities. This kind of shows you where she's coming from. She learned, later earned her M.D. from Duke University, which definitely tells you where she's coming from. Anybody graduating from Duke University, they is, uh, more than likely liberal and very problematic. Um, with her unique background, behavior, health, theology, and race, gender studies. Her work focused upon identifying and healing the individual and societal legacies of racial and gender oppression. Yeah, she's just, she's wrote a few books, um, done some peer-reviewed uh, journal articles. Let's check this out here. Beyond the Classroom, Dr. Walker... Barnes spends most of her professional energy writing and ministering to clergy and faith-based activists. Her faith has been shaped by, get a load of this, guys. Look at what her faith has been shaped by. Methodists. Okay. Baptists. Well, amen to that. I'm Baptist. (laughs) And evangelical social justice communities, as well as by Buddhism and Islam. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You'd be like, whoa, whoa. (laughs) Buddhism and Islam? Okay, I can see the Methodists and Baptists and, I mean, maybe evangelical social justice communities. Okay, but the Buddhism and Islam? Wow. Wow. Um, says a lot there. I mean, definitely not exclusivists. I'm I'm sure at the very least, uh, inclusivists, at the very least. Um, she is an ecumenical minister ordained by an independent fellowship that holds incarnational theology, community engagement, social justice, and prophetic witness as its core values. Now, I had to look up what incarnational theology. I've, I've actually experienced this. I didn't know it had a name. But this is the whole uh, people who. Hold on. Let me let me look this up because I have this link here. Incarnational theology is pretty much the. uh you know, we are to become Jesus and display Jesus kind of theology. It's 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 moralism. You know, it's, you know, we don't, we don't, the gospel, preaching the gospel, conversion, it, it, you know, those things aren't essential, but, you know, displaying the ethics of Jesus, ain't even that as interpretive and kind of, kind of lost there. But yes, yeah, a very interesting woman, I will say the least. Um, but man, I mean, let's ponder this for a second, guys. Let's ponder this. Imagine an influential white pastor today, right? Calling upon the name of God to hate black people. This would be on Fox News, CNN, uh, every every Disney channel. <laughs> this would be everywhere. And this man would Probably be thrown in prison. He would lose his church. He would lose everything. But people like this. Are given platforms. Today. It's very disgusting. It's very sad that. We are in a culture that tolerates. A certain kind of racism. It's disgusting. As a black man to see. Her perpetuate. Hatred for white people. And. And. I pray she repents. I pray anyone in the woke gospel, woke Christianity displaying hatred like her, repent as well, because it's 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 disgusting, it's idolatry, it's it's sinful. But many of these people hide their racism and use the excuse black people can't be racist because they're not. They don't possess this type of power. It's 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 that is sin beyond a level of comprehend that I can comprehend to where you will be in such grave sin to where you justify it. Ah, so sad, man. So sad, guys. We pray for pray for uh, Miss Walker. I pray that she repents and that the Lord would use her mightily to come out of this movement. Um, the Lord can do it. You know, I'm, I'm very confident if he pleases to do so, I hold to a sovereign view of God that he can save whom he pleases. But man, um, it's very sad. I, I'm, I'm saddened that this is a, this is applauded in many circles. I I looked online and she's teaching at places like Biola university. Obviously she's, she's a professor at, um, Mercer University. She should not have a teaching position. She should not. And I, my opinion is that we shouldn't listen to racists on racism, on the subject of racism. <laughs> I, I I don't I don't get my ethics of how we should treat our neighbor from a racist. And so, guys, I hope you enjoyed this video. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Hope it was informative, guys. This is what's out there. And I know some of you guys have tired of me talking about it. You guys are saying move on to something else, but this is what we are dealing with. This is what the culture is bowing down to now, and this is why I have to address it. Because I guys want, I want you guys to be informed, and I want you guys to know how to address these things. Because this is coming into many churches. Do not be deceived, my friends. So guys, until the next time, grace and peace.